welcome back to the Beer O'Clock Podcast with me hosting today, because Dylan's a little bit under the weather after a big few days here in Thailand. Yes, yeah. I've been, I've been fighting off some illness. Um, still fighting. Yeah, you're still here. You're still kicking. Um, still going to do the pod. I'm just going to do a little more talking mm, mm. Um, today. So... We've also condensed this these dailies down. It's going to be day five and six as a combined little number, as we may have gone a little, little hard yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I think we were back a little bit too late, and then today hasn't been not a lot of beer-related news. To no, report, no, ha- so. haven't, hasn't been a lot. You've been quite sick. Um, but yesterday we made the trek out to Chit Beer. Yeah, on Kokret Island. That's it, uh, and that was quite an experience. We were. Uh, dropped off at this very dodgy-looking little ferry terminal. With yep, paid the, the three baht each, which is about eight cents or so. Yeah, it's definitely not much. No, yeah. Um, and then um, sort of staggered our way around a half-flooded island. Yeah, so we had some people disembarking from the ferry on the other side who set up. Maybe, you know, wouldn't bother going over there. It's flooded. We went for a minute and left. Um, most stuff was closed. It did look pretty flooded, but um, Chit told us that they were open. He we said, messaged them. Yeah, They said they were open, and in fairness to them, they were open. Yes, yes. So we thought, well, we're going to find them. Um, so there was sort of a fair bit of wading through sort of knee-deep water. <laughs> Uh, down random paths that locals sort of vaguely pointed us in the direction of. Yeah, it was definitely shoes off. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And then uh, we finally got to Chit and we were seated on their sort of lower balcony on the on the banks of the river uh, with our feet sort of in the water. Yeah, very pleasant, very wet. Um, but it was actually, once we got there, it was okay. Oh. Like the water was deepest, I think, just before you went in there. Yeah. And, but then once you got the steps and it's like, you know, there, there's, a, there's only a thin coating of water. Yeah, like it was, it was maybe covered our feet at the start and by the end of drinking we were dry. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the water did recede during the day too, which is interesting. Yeah, well, it's quite tidal apparently. That's, okay. That's the thing. Um, uh, so, Kokret's been flooded for about a month mm. and this is the first weekend they're back. Okay, yeah. Um, according to the various bits and pieces we heard. So, Charles and the, the Seabrew guys were there... The day before us, um, they had quite a wet experience. Yeah, according um, to Chit, some of them went swimming, which would have been interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I would have been. The water looked reasonably clear, surprisingly. Yeah. I don't know if I would have gone swimming. <laughs> I don't think I would have gone swimming either. I think yeah. that was a step uh, too far, and possibly an alcohol fueled. Uh, I was going to say, was there a few beers involved? Uh, in that wouldn't be surprised. Um, so Chit is considered sort of the founder of Thai craft beer. Um. He's one of these guys who really sort of pushed back against all the homebrew illegal laws. Been arrested a few times. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I think they said seven. Seven, or, I think yeah. was the number. Um, just doesn't care. Runs his brewery illegally. Um, and makes Amazingly it. friendly guy, too, for a guy who's been arrested seven times. Just so very cool. chill and friendly. Yeah. He was so happy to see us there as well. Yeah, yeah. He was doing a what looks like a brew class. Yeah. Um, which are quite famous. Um, I think he does them a couple of months. And this would have been the first in a while if it's been flooded. Yeah. Um, so he basically shows local brewers the ropes. Yeah. Um, but was still nice enough to come over and genuinely seemed 
stoked that we'd, we'd made Bothered the Bothered to try. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, we, we were the only non-Thai people in the bar. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't actually that hard, but it's just a little bit... I imagine the listeners can probably empathise that you are in a different country and the water is, you know, knee-high to waist-high, depending on where you are. Yeah. Um, you just don't know if you can if really get a good places. Idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was actually okay, though. We did yeah. very, very friendly locals, and it was just kind of a bit of fun in the end. Yeah, and it's a great story. It is, yeah. And the beer was really good. That is the thing I was going to say. Like, the beer was phenomenal on the whole. Yeah, top shelf. A couple of really good West Coasty IPAs. Very uh, IPA-heavy menu. Pretty high ABV menu in general. Yeah, I don't think there was anything under six and a half from memory. No. Well, uh, really good porter, weather-appropriate porter. Yep. Despite it being 7% or something stupid. I think it was six and a half too, yeah. yeah. And then, um, but yeah, it was nicely balanced and went down very nicely. And then Chit came, when he came with his little homebrew glass, he brought over... Probably the beer of the day from uh, the Devonham guys. Yes. Their Mozilla IPA, which he tapped immediately, rang a bell to tell everyone in the bar. <laughs> I, I reckon Carwin needs to get on that. Like, we, we, we need more, more ringing bells. a bell and saying, <laughs> this has now been tapped. And the rush of people to the bar. Yeah, yeah. He knows lot. what he's doing. Yeah. And we, we were one of them, and that was a spectacular beer. Amazingly fresh. Like, oh, stupidly yeah. fresh. Mozilla, I'm going to have hazard a guess there was a fuckload of mosaic in it. Yes, yes. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, outside of time in the tank and so on, it would have been, you know, days old, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we then waded our way back through some water after that Mozilla IPA and took our ferry back across. Short little grab over to what I'm going to call Mitre. There is a Thai name for it that's a lot longer. Yes, yeah. Um, M-I-T-R, all caps, if you're looking yep, for it. Um, craft, I think it is. Yeah, so there is, there is a, a Thai name for it. Um, we will not butcher that. If no. you are a... If you're in Thailand and you're looking to find it, um, M-I-T-R, craft, will get you yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get you there. Um, now, that's a collective brewery similar to the United People's one we were talking about the other day with Barmy and Toon. Yeah, and if you haven't li- listened to that interview... Go and listen um, to that. Yep. Uh, and this has sort of all the big guys of Thai craft. It's got Chit. Yeah, Chit's it's six it. breweries. Yeah, so it's uh, Chit, Devonham, Wizard. Yep. Uh, you have a reasonably big, reasonably big presence. So I assume they brew elsewhere too. I think they must because they there seems to be a fair bit of their stuff around. Yes. Um, Redstone, Lazy Fat Cat, and Mickelheim. So I don't know if we may have had a Mickelheim. I don't there was definitely one on tap. I don't know if yeah, we tried it. I don't think we had... Redstone or Lazy Fat Cat. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were there because uh, Ming Chow from Smith Street Taps invited us just to come out and hang out, have some beers. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is nice. Thank you, Ming. Yeah, indeed. And he had uh, his friend Kim Chung from Thirst Mag uh, there. Yeah. Um, she has a beer podcast. Um, over a drink, which we're going to give a little plug to. Yeah. Despite having listen. not listened to it yet. Yes. Uh, pro- probably one for the plane back. Um, she, yeah, on Spotify, um, she says she doesn't get to release as much as she'd like to, but um, yeah, I think she's got an active interest. I think she's got five episodes up or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my gut feel is it sounds a bit like James Atkinson's Drinks Adventures. 
Yeah, it looked like every episode is specifically geared at doing certain things. Like speaking to one person. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, going from there. Uh, and we were hosted by Ob and Honey, who are the husband and wife team behind Devonham and Devonham Farm, I suppose, as well. Yeah, which was yeah deeply fascinating. Probably the most interesting beer-related thing. We did. Yeah, because they, they live like there. next door, basically, yeah. to MITR. So, yeah. Uh, and he is a fascinating guy. He has got so many fingers in different pies. And <laughs> very passionate, very knowledgeable. Yeah, so we tried his Sato, which is to be released soon. Yeah, so Thai sticky rice wine. Sticky rice wine yeah. thing. He's building a Sato dedicated brewery. Somewhere between a mead and a sake, I would say. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Uh, they also do mead. They also do mead. Yeah, I believe he's also building a distinct mead brewery as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, he did say yeah. Sato was in the mead brewery. Yeah, he's got a few plans uh, coming. Uh, has, has, is, is converting his large sort of front yard area outside his house into rice fields. Yep. So he can make, basically, I guess it's like the uh, the estate beer. Yeah, basically. Thailand. Yeah. Basically, it's going to be a Sato grown all there. Yeah, but I think he's also going to make beer with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so he rice. puts. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that he puts it into quite a, into a few of his beers, particularly the sours. Yes, yeah, the sticky rice in that. That was really cool. Uh, we had a sticky rice passion fruit sour, which was actually really cool. Um, that was an awesome. Little added beer. a bit of body to it. Looked really interesting. Um, there's a yet immense cloudiness from sticky yeah. rice, as you can imagine. It was crazy. Um, they gave us a tour of their brewery, which is um, not huge. Capacity-wise, I think it was 10 240-litre tanks and 6,000-litre tanks. I reckon that is bang on. And um, But the space is efficiently used, I would say. Yeah. And they're currently rocking a uh, Braumeister. Is that what it's called? It is now. Um, uh, but they're about to upgrade to a two-vessel system shortly. Yeah. Pump out some obvious. And then probably most cool of all, they took us out to their hop farm. Yeah, which was fascinating. I didn't think you could grow hops in Thailand. I did not think that was possible. Literally in his house. Yeah. Behind the gate. Yeah. Yeah. And he has been doing that for seven years, I think he said. And he's now sort of worked out which varieties grow and has spent years cross-pollinating them to try and get... Things that will get better yields, better growth in Thailand, and we'll deal with the humidity. It seemed like there was more breeding than just hops, and like yeah, they, they it's it's already an active farm. Like you were saying, some of the IPAs are ten percent of his own hops. Yep. Um. Obviously, best to scale that up. Like yeah, very yep. high potential for an estate beer. Well, the other thing there. that's fascinating about hops in Thailand, he was he's getting three seasons a year. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Three yeah. yields Just, a season, yeah, three yeah. yields a year because the weather's so warm. Yeah, not it like Australia goes, with our hop harvest beers once a year. Not, never yeah. goes back to dormant. We get three, three, three yields a year. Fascinating. Yeah, fantastic. And it was so interesting. And, and um, yeah, big thanks to um to Honey and Ob. Yeah, for taking us through that was really good. And for their hospitality all day, they oh. just they fed us constantly. Yes, gave us a sato. Yeah, after we talked to them about it. Yeah. Um, no, so good. We will definitely have that experience with those yeah. guys. If we're ever back in Thailand. Oh yeah, we'll be back. Yeah. And I think we will have to have a proper chat with them. Um, and hopefully, I mean, it seems like they're going strength to strength. I think we both agreed the, the beer quality from them is probably the highest in Thailand. Yeah. And, um, they seem like they really know what they're doing and they've got a lot of cool ideas. 
Yeah, I, I think they will only go from strength to strength from here. I don't see any way that uh, it doesn't go well for them. Yeah. yeah, especially with how good their IPAs and stuff are. I mean, they've got that classic brewer thing that every brewer should have of, I want to try doing a million things. I want to ferment everything. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That, that was a fascinating day, though. Uh, and last but not least, yesterday we went to Beer Republic. Yep. I think it's good to give them a shout-out after our... Interesting running with them the day before. Yeah, so we spoke about the, the licensing laws and they, they're affected by them. Um, but it's a nice spot. Yeah, beer was good. Yep. Um, food was fine. Pretty good. Don't even remember what I drank. Ate because... <laughs> we had a few. Um, and, and then I had pasta, which was a strange choice. That was a strange choice. Um, yeah, you may be able to tell some beers of been under the bridge since that point because i yeah have, yeah i have genuinely no idea yeah no um we we um and we had we, only, we had a couple there but it's a nice spot if you want a fairly simple uh western friendly air-conditioned craft bar you could do a lot worse yep yep um and then today it's been very chill oh, and we tried to get to hair of the dog but we couldn't that's the only other thing I think. oh yeah despite their average opening hours suggesting they would be open. Yes, yes. So, there is um, a bit of that in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. You've sort of got a message place and so on. Um, so that's a shame because we hear really good things. Um, yeah. But uh, we... Yeah. Nothing we can do about it. Exactly. We'll try to get there another time. Uh, and so instead we drank Towers of... Um, Cronenberg. Yes, Cronenberg Wit, I think. Yeah. Good stuff. Indeed. Um, today we're just working through some of the beers from Beer Force... And uh, some ranking of lagers stuff. And that, some ranking of lagers. Segment. So we're hoping to knock that out as well. Uh, probably won't have that up before we leave. That'll be a fiddle to edit. Yeah, yeah. Out. I think I think the um, wouldn't the lager stuff will probably be delayed. Um, yeah, we'll have some Thai stuff trickling out. I think um, we're off early tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, yeah. So so unfortunately, may go back to more more familiar scheduling. We'll put it that way. Yes, yes. I don't think you'll see another week when there's I don't know. Ten, we'll plus Ten plus podcasts, yeah. Uh, for a while. Um, but we've had a great time. And um, thanks to everyone who's tuned in. Yeah. And come along on this fun little journey with us. Hopefully everyone's enjoyed it. Um, again, feedback. We're yep. always open to feedback. Yeah. On this sort of stuff. Um, Especially in regards to the shorter stuff. And we still do have swag. We maybe do. Maybe a Thai beer or two to give away. Yep. Um, so send in your questions, thoughts, and yeah, we definitely will be looking to give someone something. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that's it. I believe so. I think we've done it. So that's, that's, this is us signing off from, um, Thailand, Seabrew. Yep. All that sort of stuff. We'll be back to regular programming (laughs) or... More to the point, irregular programming in the not too distant future. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming, Dylan. Thanks, thanks for coming too. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. That that seems like a fitting way to. Yeah, yeah. That that's the quality that we've really <laughs> established in the, the the six days. That's the rapport we've built up over you know decades of friendship. That's all we can muster. Yeah, good stuff. Um, no, thanks. Say so, yeah. out.